Good evening. Good evening. Welcome. Welcome to Jennifer Ministry Time with Jennifer Arcovio. I'm so glad that each and every one of you has joined me. Um, I've really enjoyed doing these Wednesday evening uh, times of ministry. It's um, it, it's so good always to get to preach, teach, speak about Jesus, the kingdom of God, and all that good stuff. And um, I hope that each and every one of you are enjoying something that I have said along the way. And I hope that today that you'll receive something, um, <clears throat> some good word that um, I'm going to be speaking on and that it gets in your heart and that um, you'll have full understanding of the word of God. Today, I want to talk about the commission, the great commission. You know, Jesus said, told the disciples in um, Matthew 20, uh, 28, 18. Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Therefore, you go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then he says, and teach them to obey everything that I command you or taught you. In other words, you teach what I taught. What did he teach? Well, in the four Gospels, he had one message. Jesus now preached on prosperity he never preached on tones. He always preached on the baptism, the Holy Spirit as his message to the public. He never preached on Calvary. He never preached really on things that we've been preaching. He never preached on things that we've been focusing on. His doctrine, he preached the kingdom of God. You know, I've been raised in church my whole entire life, and I can tell you all kinds of things that were preached from that pulpit, but I don't ever recall ever learning about the kingdom of God. And maybe it was spoken or taught, but not with those words about the kingdom. I think more was preached on Calvary, of which is Calvary was just a means to an end. It was a way to get to the kingdom. First, you got to be born again. That part we already know. But what is kingdom? You know, um, We've been talking, John and I, with several leaders um, that are getting a hold of kingdom. And it's so good. We just was with somebody today that is teaching on the kingdom. And it's so good to be able to sit across the table with somebody and discuss what kingdom means to you. What, what, um, how can I say this? How have your eyes been open to it? And it's such a, to me, it's a new paradigm, um, one that needs to be heralded because the gospel says that um, once the kingdom has been preached all over the world, then that's when Jesus comes. You know, we've been seeing and, and hearing of all kinds of wars, rumors of wars, wars to come. And that's not the end. That's only 
the birthing pains. That's just the beginning. But it's not until all the, the kingdom, the message has been preached everywhere. Everybody has a chance to hear. And so kingdom to me is, is um, a place in heaven where there's no rebellion. You know, and we've got all kinds of rebelling going on right here, even through our government. You know, it just seems like our government is pushing rebel rebellion, uh, rebelling against even the nature of God, rebelling against scripture. They don't even know. To me, when you hear about the news, I don't think they even know what what or who Jesus is, not from their point of view and the agendas that they're pushing. Um, it is as if, and, and I will say it this way, they are trying to rewrite the laws that God made from the Bible. And we are not to mess with the Bible. We are not to add to it. We are not to change it. The Bible talks about those who add or take away from it, where they're going to spend their life at. We have to be so clear and we have to be, or how can I say, if you don't know the word of God and you're trying to listen to uh, the government and what they're pushing, you're, I'll tell you what, you're going to be a mess. We, that's why we keep seeing so much chaos in the world because they're changing, they're flirting with the laws of God, which should never, ever be. And this is where the church has got to rise up and stand up and stand against um, what they're trying to do. We are the ones that are supposed to be pushing back hell. And that's exactly what they're trying to place on us is the laws of the enemy. Everything that God is, everything that God is about, the enemy is the opposite. And when I say enemy, I mean the devil. And anybody that he influences. And I can tell you, I believe there's a lot of people in our government that are being influenced by the enemy. But you know what? I just know that there is a day of reckoning coming. And I believe it's going to come through us and through revival, through, um, through the power of God through the people that have always believed and trusted and stood for the word of God. I believe that we're getting ready to see um, so many people that have been enslaved into uh, a, a life of moral decay, a life of, um, of sin. And when I say sin, it, you know, anything that is the opposite of God. Anything that is the opposite of faith, you know, even fear. To me, fear is can be on the side of of um, sin because those we are the children of God and we should not partake. We should not be involved in fear, but in faith. And that's what we got to to release on this earth is the spirit of faith. How do we do that? By ministering, talking to people, helping them understand. You know, um, I, I can't think of where I was at just this past week. 
Oh, I was at a concert. Um, Sean Foy. Uh, it was uh, Saturday night, I believe it was, or Sunday night. I'm sorry. And um, we were at uh, the. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me back up. I apologize so much. It was Friday night, and we were at um, Newport Beach. And there was a young girl that came over and sat by me at the fountain as we were watching the uh, concert and participating. We were worshiping with them. Uh, John was doing a live video. He was uh, praying in the spirit over California. He was declaring over California. It was a powerful prayer. And uh, this young girl came over and sat by me and I began talking to her. And she asked what was going on, which that's always a good question because that is a great invitation to be able to express and talk about what we're doing. Well, we were worshiping the King and we were wanting California. We were wanting the city, those that were around the beach, those that could hear and see what was going on. If they didn't know, we wanted to invite them. We wanted to talk to them about who we were worshiping, why we were worshiping. And so this young girl, I got to talk to her and I got to ask her if she, if she was attending a place of worship. I didn't say church. I didn't say denomination. I just had a place of worship because that could be anywhere. And she said, no. Um, I'm getting ready to go to New York, where um, I'm from. She said, I'm only going to be here a few more weeks. But she said, you know, I've been thinking a lot about God. I've been thinking about trying to find a place. Well, I got to encourage her. I said, honey, um, I'm sure you're in college. And she said, yes, I am. And I said, when you go back to New York, I said, I'm asking you to please find your place. Find a place that you can go and worship, that you can go and be part of a family. And so we got to talk in and, and I said, um, you need to be in an environment where healing is. You need to be in an environment where the power of God is, where faith flows, where love flows. That's family. And that's really what this is all about is finding family. You know, family stays together. Family helps get you through dark days, dark times, uh, despair and uh, situations that it, that that you had no nothing to do with, possibly, or maybe you did, but you still are needing a father. You're needing the wisdom. You're needing love and protection. You're, leave, you're needing family. And so I began praying with her. And boy, she really thanked me for uh, praying with her. Because the peace of God, that's what I declared over her mind and over her heart, over her body, that she would feel the tangible presence of God. And that from that night forward, that God would begin speaking to her and to start tugging at her heart and to start drawing her because those are the elements that we need to go after God. You know, unless God appears to us, unless we feel 
his presence, we're not going to know how real God is. And that is one thing that we need to help people along the way is, is to feel his presence, to know his love, to know his wisdom, to know how much he cares for people. Uh, I don't care where I'm at. If I'm in the grocery store, if I'm at a, my, my place of worship, if I'm out on the streets taking a walk, you know, I'm not afraid to speak out for God. I'm not afraid to go up to somebody if God tugs on my heart and says that person needs to, to, hear, uh, to hear from me, to hear a thought that maybe God would have for them, <clears throat> a prayer, whatever it, it may be, you know, that I'm just that bold. But I'm bold because I've experienced the love of God and I want others I want others to have what I have. I want to be able to minister from my heart to people that are lonely, that don't know God, and that are that are in need of being in touch with God, being in uh, having a need to be in touch with family. You know, uh, ever since John and I landed here in California. Boy, I'll tell you what, it, it's been like day and night from being in Texas. I love Texas. I was there for five years and um, I, I had a lot of good memories. But one thing I can tell you that the things that John and I went after in God and in people, we really never seen it. We may have seen it in in you know, a uh, little bit here, a little bit there and with some people and, but not the kind of people, not in the way we were going after people. But ever since we landed here in California, we have just been so crazy busy. God is just bringing people into our life. God has been bringing those that are hungry. And that's what we were looking for while we were in Texas. And yeah, we we did find some, but you know, here's the thing: it was never God's will for us to really get something strong started in Texas, because that's not where our harvest was. We went through the pain and the process in Texas, but we landed here to to see the fruit of what we've been through. We landed here to begin seeing our harvest and God has not disappointed us. And I'll tell you, I came here with no, not any uh, preconceived ideas of what I thought it was going to be like. And I'm so glad because I can tell you, God has wowed me over the connections and the family. We just landed here two weeks ago, Tuesday, and we've been invited to uh, people's house for dinner. We've had people take us out for dinner. We've had people uh, call us for meetings to meet with them, to minister to them. We started our house fire. That's what we call it. We, we started it last Tuesday night and um, it was just John and I. Well, we had one last night and there was, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of us there. That's really good for 
just showing up in a new state. And for me, one that I've never been to, I've not had and had any formed any relationships as of yet until I got here. And so for me, um, that was, that was such a good start of, um, what God's called us to do here. And so we have formed friendships at the hub that we attend. And some of them came over and, um, anyway, we had such a good time of, of fellowship. We had food, we had, uh, teaching, we had prayer, we had counseling. You know, that's what family is all about. It's about pouring in to those around you. It's about pouring in and pouring out everything you've got. You know, we've, we've walked away, especially John just feeling exhausted because he just really pours out. And um, I guess you could say maybe our level or our bodies are different. Because it just exhilarates me. I can just keep going on and on because of the the momentum that I'm gaining here has caused me to want to just seek out anybody else that may be hungry. And so, you know, I'll, what I'd like to just say is whatever you're doing, and you may not feel like you're gaining ground, you may not feel like you're accomplishing much. But I want to tell you, stay focused. That is the key. Stay focused on your assignment. Because somewhere, there's going to be a divine attraction. Somewhere, God is going to place you right where you need to be. And where you're going to be so busy ministering and pouring in and pouring out and seeing lives changed. Exactly what your purpose is. And that is one thing that, you know, I'm, I'm telling my children every day, you know, God is a purposeful God. He's an intentional God. Everything he does is on purpose. And so his purpose for your life never changes. You know, he may have to uh, change your course to get you there for any reason, but his purpose will never change. Never. And so that in itself is comforting to know that no matter what happens, if he has you take a left-hand turn or a right-hand turn, it's because his purpose is just that. It's time to take a turn. And once you take that turn and, and stay up with God, and what I mean stay up with God is hearing his voice, listening to him, you know, it may be a thought, maybe it may be a word in the in scripture that you may read, but it's going to be a way that God is speaking to you that it's time, it's time to move in this direction. You know, the children of, of Israel, when they left Egypt, they kept going around the mountain. And finally, God told Moses, you have trudged around this mountain long enough. And that's where some of you are at. You feel like you have trudged and trudged. And trudging to me means that you're almost trying to walk through mud. Something that's heavy. You know, uh, uh, mud can be hard 
to walk through because it's heavy. It gets on your shoes and it can weigh your, your shoes down, your feet down to where it's not a smooth pavement just to be able to walk freely on. So God told Moses, you've gone around the mountain now long enough. Now it's time to go north. So what am I saying? For some of you, you've trudged through your mountain long enough. Now it's time to go a direction. And that's what you want to hear. <laughs> you want to hear God say, okay, it's time to move. It's time to move into your harvest. It's time to move where you're going to begin seeing things happen. It's time to move where you're going to see my grace. It's time to move where you're going to see my power. And maybe there are times when you see it in pockets here and there, but, but it's a wonderful thing. It's, it's such a beautiful thing to be able just to keep walking, walking in it to where each day you wake up and all you can say is, God, here I am. I say, yes, I say yes to my assignment. I say yes to what you have for us. You know, this morning, John and I got to meet with um, with um, a woman that is running for government here in California. If you would have told me that, you know, last week, a month ago, a year, a, a year ago, years ago, months ago, it doesn't matter. I would have said, I don't, uh, I don't see that happening. I can say yes to God's will. Yes, God, I'll do it. But in my mind, I might be going, yeah, I don't know. I don't see that happening. But you know what? That's how quick your life can change. That's how quick that God can uh, put you on your assignment and start putting people, putting favor on your life to where those kind of people are within your reach. And we had a beautiful time of ministering. She had a few of her team members with her. And we just sat around our pastor and John and I, and we just sat and ministered to them for an hour. It was such a beautiful time. We had a time of prayer. We've seen tears. We've seen joy. We've seen uh, bewilderment. <laughs> you know, anytime the prophetic kicks in, you, you see a lot of bewilderment, that meaning their eyes going, wow, how did you know that? Or could you explain that to me? And it's such a beautiful thing to get to walk with somebody, somebody that you just met, somebody who has a purpose, somebody who has a gift, somebody that's trying to stay focused in a world that's so wicked that they don't want good people like her. She is such a woman of God. She loves the women of God and she wants to give women a purpose. She wants to give women their voice. And before I even got to meet her, she already had a word for me. And it was so powerful. You know, she was saying, it's, it's now time to, to quit or it's time to go from being having a whisper to now having uh, a powerful word. And so I took that as a definite word from God. I don't want to whisper. I want to be strong and courageous. And I want to say, 
and, and shout it if I need to from the mountaintops. The will of God. What's God's purpose for my city, for my community, for my neighborhood, for my schools? I believe God's platform for John and I is getting wider and deeper and it's growing more and more. And I'm amazed at God's will for our life and the people that that we're reaching, the people that we get invited into their camps. You know, I was thinking of this earlier. I was at a meeting in St. Louis and um, there was a, a prophet and um, he's from Illinois and he was at this meeting and began ministering on one side of the church, the far side. I was on this side. He was way on this side. And he was just calling out healings and praying for people that their legs were shorter. And um, <clears throat> he just loved that flow of healing. Well, when he came over by my side and he stood right next to me and all of a sudden he said something prophetic to somebody and he's like, oh man, he's like, I wanted to stay in the, the realm of the healing. And he said, for some reason, the prophetic has just kicked in and he looked straight at me and he goes, you know what I'm talking about? And I started laughing and I said, yes, I do know what you're talking about. He said, of course, you know what I'm talking about because you're part of the reason why it just happened. And so he didn't call me out then. He called my son out and he called out somebody else. And then he came over to me and he began ministering to me. And he said that um, wisdom, greater wisdom was coming to me. And, and I can tell, man, I can tell you, I'm seeing it more and more that the wisdom of God is just coming to me and it's just flowing. And it's been so fun and exciting. We were um, at somebody's house last Saturday and we had such a great time with this man of God in his home and, and communing with him and, and um, <clears throat> having um, snacks and, and just talking to him. We were invited into his world. And let me tell you something, his world's way different than mine. He operates on a scale that I've never, ever known of, a scale I've never seen before in my life. You talk about dimensions financially. He was way out of my league. But you know what? God, it, as simple as I am, God used me. God used John. We were able to minister to him prophetically, and it just so touched his heart. We got to pray with him. And, and like I said, we got invited into his world, and he is doing, trying to get this project going. And so we sat there and just started pouring wisdom into him. Things that we were seeing, things that we were hearing, things that God was ministering to us. And at some point, he was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me write all this down. And then he started asking us questions about what it was that we were giving him. What are you seeing? When you say this, what are you seeing? What are you saying? And so uh, I just want to encourage you, even though you may not see anything happening, 
stay on the target. Stay. And when I mean on the target, you stay on the target with God. You stay on this path that God's got you on. You'll eventually run into the people that's going to help you and the people you're going to help. Well, my time is about up, and I hope that um, that I have ministered. Let me see. I just want to see if there's anybody I need to speak to. Um, hey, Jose. Thank you. That That's wonderful. God, I don't know if you're sharing that with me or if you're saying that for yourself, that God is bringing clarity. And I just pray that God is bringing you clarity, Jose in every avenue of your life, you know, every part of ministry and the things that, that may not be clear to you. I just speak, I just speak that God will bring some more alignments for you. Thank you, God. Father, I just speak into Jose's life. Father, I thank you for the for those that you have brought into his life. I thank you, God, for the spiritual, the, the assignment that you have for him. I thank you, Father, for those that are spiritually mature, that have poured into him, and he has poured into them as well. But Father, I'm asking that you would give him even more alignments. God, that he would walk in a new level, a new level of ministry. Father, increase his awareness. Increase who is around him. And God, show him. Show him those that, that you're wanting him to speak into. Maybe... They're not even here yet. God, give him divine wisdom. Give him favor. God, I just ask you that in his time of prayer, God, even as he sleeps at night, God, that you would show him the people that are, that are waiting on him, those that are ready and are waiting on him. And God, Give him divine favor on how to get what, how you want to use him. How do you want to get him to these people that have yet to hear from him? I ask you, Father, that you would give him more clarity, more clarity for his life, God, more clarity in his spirit, God that he'll be able to sense and to see things that you see, God, in Jesus' name. Hi, Elizabeth. Um, I'm really happy for you both. It's been a long time coming. Yes, thank you. Thank you, darling. You do know what we've been through and what how, how long it's been. You have walked on our path with us. Thank you so much. And that revival is near. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And you and Sebastian just keep on doing what you're doing. 
You just keep on doing what you're doing because you two haven't seen anything yet. Your faith, your faith is about to increase in the things of God. Um, your faith in God is going to produce open doors. Woo, I feel that. Thank you, Father. Thank you for Elizabeth and, and Sebastian. Thank you, God, for all that they have poured into, into your word, into studying. But God, now it's time. It's time to, for them to see the fruit of their labor, God. Oh, God, all the time, God, that they have, that they have been in time of prayer, the time, God, that they have been in closed doors with you. Father, that they may begin pouring into people and, and that the people would be receiving them and receiving revelation for their life, that they would receive healing for their life. Oh, Father, I ask you right now that you would wow Sebastian and Elizabeth. Wow them, God, for what is about to take place in their life and through their life, God, as they minister to those around them, those in Canada who do not know you, those in Canada who are in fear of what's going on in their country, God. Oh, Father, I pray that you would place them, place them right now, God, amongst those people that are in need of you. They have a voice, God. They have a voice and they have the faith to back up that voice, God. Because, God, they've been through their process. And so, God, I ask now, now, God, that you would release them. Release them, God, into, into what you've called them to do, where you called them to be, God, that they would start taking territory for you, God. Oh, God, set them up. Set them up, God. We ask for divine order order God for their life. Thank you, God. Thank you that favor is everywhere they turn. Favor, God. Favor, favor, favor is where they walk, God, that they, God, would start taking territory. They would start taking ground for you, for Canada. The Canada will be saved. <laughs> Woo! Canada. You will be saved. And God, give them to a voice. Give them a platform, God, where Canada can hear their voice and hear their message. And God, let their message be delivered in power and in strength, God, and with signs and wonders, God. Oh, God, that they will see their country healed. They will see Canada set free, God. They will see Canada free for you, God. <clears throat> God, that they would start seeing lives changed, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, God. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Well, I love you guys, and I hope you have a blessed week. And um, please don't forget to comment. If there's anything you need me to pray about, I would be glad and honored to pray with you. And uh, 
Anyway, until I see you next week, God bless you. I love you all. Okay.